stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. Welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Last week, we dove into an overview of hiring in your organization. And because it's such a large topic, this month is dedicated to that topic of hiring. We touched on how a fundamental understanding your why, your organization, and being able to articulate that why and vision to others so you know what you're looking for, and you need to know who you are, and if you can't describe that to a potential employee, what your culture is and what makes you special, it's going to make the rest of the journey far more difficult. So what makes your organization special? It could be just great products great quality and on-time delivery every time, or it can be simple opportunities and challenges that come with a growing organization that are attractive to potential employees. And before we jump too deep from an overall strategy, small business, in fact, any business benefits most from falling in love with their customers not their products or services. This really is tied to that why and important when you're looking to add to your team. If you are far too focused on your products and services, you will miss the end product, which is ultimately your customer. It has to be their needs, desires, and wants you are meeting. Anticipating what they need and what they want, or creating a loyal fan base, if you will. This is a topic we'll revisit at another time as it's a whole series on its own. And for our purposes this week for right now, let's just keep that in mind. The goal is to create raving fans. Now, if you took the opportunity to focus on your why, your vision, your special powers, if you will, in your business and wrote it down, fantastic. If you didn't absolutely go back to last week's podcast and do that exercise, as I mentioned, this is really foundational for your business. And in that exercise, you might have written down some squishy, thoughtful, spiritual, focused, tangible, or hard-hitting messaging, and all of that's perfect. When you begin to look at your hiring process, this is where you want more structure and to get very specific. So we're going a bit granular on why you need to have processes in place and in what sort of detail. Diverting just a bit, you might have heard of the book, Talent Magnetism, How to Build a Workforce that Attracts and Keeps the Best. And one of the most important factors from that perspective of the book is attracting the right talent to your company is understanding what the right talent is for your company. They go on to write, talent magnetism is about attracting the right people to your organization. Be very clear on the traits and competencies that the most successful people in your organization have in common. Now, if you don't know what common traits your top performers share because you don't have them yet, uh, that's okay. But of course, you can't very well attract similar professionals to your company. But you can define that in the beginning by what you know. So by identifying the qualities that make what you believe to be top performers, maybe you have been the top performer in your organization organization, and what you believe, uh, you can focus on your job marketing efforts or more specifically the job position profile and then attracting candidates with those qualities. Again, guided and kind of knowing your why guides this entire effort. 
So as you begin to define what it is you're looking for, those specific qualities, paying attention to a specific description and criteria and documenting for each position becomes a necessary detail. So what does that look like? Well, it might be uh, some of your criteria are three years minimum experience in social media marketing. For example, if you're looking for a social media marketer, experience or knowledge in copywriting, minimum of two years experience working for or in a small business, and then listing other desired skills. Now that's a very broad example, but it gives you an idea of the kinds of specifics that you'll be looking for. And you might be saying, well, why do I have to be so specific three years here, or maybe it's education credentials. Why do I need to have these? Well, the simple and, uh, and maybe far leaning reason is compliance. EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, which is a U.S. agency that enforces federal law that make it illegal to discriminate against a job applicant or employee based on race, color, religion, gender, national origin, etc. General workplace discrimination. So that organization suggests that you analyze the duties, functions, and competencies relevant to jobs, then create objective job-related qualification standards. So consistently applied when choosing among candidates. That's a bit of a mouthful. It really boils down to consistency, fairness, and process is what this translates to. So if you're seeking to hire salespeople, for example, and you have a different definition or criteria used to hire for that same position, this is problematic from not only an EEOC perspective, but you haven't equaled the ground for evaluating your candidates. If you simply like that one candidate because they were more dynamic than another in an interview, and that's your basis for hiring, it's not objective and measurable and may not be relevant to the job. Now, this is a lot of detail, and it really is important as you begin to grow your organization. So back to EEOC for a moment. They're focused on processes and really honing in on consistency and paperwork. So gosh forbid, if you were in that position where you had an EEOC uh, claim filed against you, one of the first things that will be asked of you is show us your process. So like many government agencies, they are looking to create and generate revenue. So that that's certainly one thing. Uh, but back to why do you need that consistency? For example, if you're using education as a criteria, if you require, say, a high school diploma, you must be prepared to explain how a person needs, for example, their high school diploma to complete the job. And you might be thinking, well, that's obvious, basic, a high school diploma is basic. However, not too long ago, an air carrier was sued over requiring baggage handlers to have a high school diploma for the job. That was a minimum requirement. When tasked with demonstrating how a high school diploma was relevant to handling bags, so loading and unloading onto an airplane, this carrier was unsuccessful in demonstrating that that was a requirement. Now, there were other requirements, of course, for that role that were probably more uh, applicable. For example, able to lift and move up to 50 pounds, which is relevant for that work, but not necessarily a high school diploma. And this may seem like a lot of minutiae if you haven't hired anyone yet in your organization and don't have those processes, or maybe you are just starting with one hire. Do yourself a favor and do this detail in the beginning. It will make life far easier and succinct as you grow your business. 
Now, as with most things, you don't have to do this yourself. In fact, you know, if you have the, the budget and ability, I highly suggest you don't and get a bit of help. Uh, but if you are doing this as you develop your hiring processes and documents, it's a great idea to have a legal review to dot those I's, cross those T's, be sure that you are compliant. And if you aren't doing, sorry, if you are doing it on your own, don't leave out that legal review detail. Uh, but if you don't want to do this on your own, you can also hire a PEO, professional employer organization. Uh, they provide complete HR solutions for small businesses, although that can be a bit pricey in the beginning. But you can also outsource to an independent HR consultant as well. There are many options for getting assistance in this area, so you certainly don't have to do it on your own. There are also many great examples that you can find with simple searches. Again, be sure if you are doing this on your own that you get that legal review because that is an important piece. So that is a lot on just that one little piece of hiring. And as a side note for my listeners, last week I mentioned it, and it's the same this week, that 21% off on the financial roadmap for entrepreneurs remains available, and it's in the show notes. As a reminder, if you don't know where you stand from a financial perspective in your business, where you are in your profit, in your revenue, in your value, this is a great time to jump into that course so you can determine some of those things. Also, if you haven't had a chance to review my podcast, I would appreciate your review. And I've included an easy link to do so also in the show notes, should you uh, take the time to do that. I so appreciate you and value the time you spend with me. And I'm looking forward to next week, continuing our discussion on hiring. I'm Sheila T. And until next time, wishing you a fabulous week. Mm-hmm.